Listening to Battle Red Radio. I'm Matt Weston tonight. I'm joined by the case to my Keenum, my good friend Taylor. How are you doing tonight, man? Doing okay. You know, I've been learning a lot about relationships because you season three is out on Netflix. So I'm just learning on how to be a sociopath with your wife who is also a sociopath. I feel like it's a true love story that everybody should understand. That's good. That's good. Yeah. But that's about all I've been into because otherwise, I mean, what else is there besides so much winning by the Dallas Cowboys? That's what's going on. This has been the greatest season of my life, Matt. And if it ends, I probably will cry. Yeah, so Deshaun Watson, there was five, like all the major Houston media reporters were saying that a Watson to Miami deal could be done as early as this week. It's Thursday night. Tomorrow's Friday morning. They got two days left and it still hasn't happened. Uh, What do you think? Do you think this is a smokescreen to try to force Miami to do something? Do you think that there's legs to this? What is your opinion on it? At this point, I think that it's not a smokescreen. I think that Miami has finally made me, because that's where I think it's true. I think both sides here, where Houston has lowered its asking cost, and Miami is now willing to give up more, such as the Tua thing is not even a factor. I just think that Miami's going to try to do whatever they can to have Deshaun, because they know that Tua is not the guy. I think they're finally realizing that he's just going to be injured his entire yeah. So he's never going to be able to take you anywhere. And Deshaun, he's w- been with a bad team and has proven he's still a top three, top five quarterback in the league. So you would have to be able to give – you're going to give up a lot, but I think it's going to be worth it. Yeah, I mean, for sure, if you're Miami, it's worth it. I just don't know if it's worth it from Houston's perspective. So, like, there's this idea yeah. that Miami has a ton they can offer. And that's not true. They u- They drafted all their draft picks. They used them all. Next year, they have San Francisco's first-round pick, and the Niners are currently 2-3. and three. In 2023, they have their own first-round pick. They have the Niners' first-round pick, and that's it. They can offer some more second-round picks on top of that, but this is no longer a Miami team that has three seconds and four firsts. They, they drafted Austin Jackson. They drafted Jalen Phillips. They, ja- they drafted Kevon Holland. They drafted uh, Robert Hunt. Like they used their draft picks already. They drafted Jalen Waddell. They made these decisions already, and so they don't have. They drafted Noah, you know, Iganobiu or how the hell, however the hell you say his name, you know. But so they have three firsts they could offer, maybe two seconds, and the young players they have. They have Jalen Phillips, Javon Holland, Christian Wilkins, and those are the interesting guys here. And then maybe you can get Byron Jones or Xavier Howard and take one of those guys and flip them and trade them to another team that's like cornerback needy, trying to make a playoff push. And you can turn maybe Zayvon Howard to the Ravens, for example, or turn, uh, you know, Byron Jones to, I don't know, the Titans or something along those lines. I don't know the cap space for those teams, though, of course. 
at the moment, but like that's the idea for a Miami trade right now. Would you take that trade? Would you take three first, two seconds, and like Jalen Phillips and Christian Wilkins for Deshaun Watson? But isn't Tua in there? They wouldn't take Tua, so it doesn't matter. Really? Yeah, they don't. Houston doesn't want Tua. Miami, you have to figure out something. To they do have Davis Mills. They don't need Tua. They have a friend. Taylor, if Davis Mills <laughs> waited one more year, he would be a first round pick next year. Oh the my Texans God. got a bargain for him. Oh my God. Is this really what we're saying right now? It's <laughs> what, uh, what, what Loser said over the summer, you know? Well, no, no. Losers didn't say this. Hopeful said this. Hopefuls, hopefuls, hopefuls. Hopeful. My mistake. That's me being a loser calling those people losers. Yeah. I'm the real loser here. God, stop insulting our four million listeners. Well, so this is this is where Tua comes into play. They right. there's a third team who may be interested. And the so third. there may there may be a three team trade where Miami trades Tua to a team, that team gets Tua, gives a first round pick, and then the Dolphins trade two first round picks as well. So, for example, like let's say Washington wants Tua. They're a team rumored for Tua. Denver is rumored for Tua, but the Denver Bee reporter said it's all you know, nonsense. So let's say it's Washington gets Tua, Miami gets Deshaun Watson, and the Texans get three first-round picks. Would you like that trade? I only get three firsts. You get Washington's first this year, San Francisco's first this year, and Miami's first next year. And I don't get any players? You can get Jalen Phillips too. And Christian I'm probably Wilkins. gonna do it. I'm probably gonna do it. So And that's just because I and let me let me say why. And that's just because is somebody gonna offer me better? What else am I gonna do at this point? Yeah, I think so. And that's the point here. So Watson's under contract until two thousand twenty five. Yeah. They don't you have to be, trade him. I know. No, there's I, no deadline. And that's what be, drives me insane. All right, so you want to do this. That's what I'm saying. You want to do this where you're just going to be like, no, F you. Yeah, and I, I love the idea, too, of Watts not playing at all this year. Well, yeah, I mean, He didn't screw himself. He signed up for this. This was his decision. This is. This he is, could have gotten O'Brien fired two years ago, and he goes, I love that man. Oh my God. I'll, do, I'll play as hard as I can for that man. I love that man. He's, yeah, but, Jack Easterby helped negotiate his contract extension, and now he doesn't like the culture of the franchise. Listen, so Deshaun just, his head is just in the massage parlor right now, okay? He's confused. I think the main thing here is about the, the Houston Texans franchise overall going forward, where you still need to plan for the future. So what you want to do, though, is be the spiteful girlfriend. No, no, it's not. But it's like that. Plus, football-wise, it makes more sense to wait. Like, there's no Watson trade deadline but because you need to know. No, but you need to know what draft picks you're getting for him. Trading him for like a, the 23rd pick and the 17th pick isn't enough. You need top 10 picks for Watson, and so that's why they should wait until the season's over. And then make the trade once they know what these draft picks are worth. It's not like Miami all of a sudden is going to be like, oh, we don't need a quarterback now. We don't, we're we 2-14. and 14. We don't need a quarterback. Two all the way. Yeah, it's not going to change unless they're like top five. And they're like, okay, we'll draft Malik Willis instead. Which even then they won't do that, you know? Um, and then I think the same thing goes for 
you know, and then also if you think about it too, next year there's gonna be even more teams needy for a quarterback. You know, uh, maybe Carolina is, maybe Denver is, maybe Detroit is, maybe the Giants are. Um, you know, there's a lot more teams that can get tossed into this running instead of just being Miami, 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 and that also drives up the asking price too. And there's really not like a. It doesn't really seem plausible that Watson would get suspended next season. If he gets suspended, probably 2023, if he's suspended at all. I was going to say, I doubt he's going to be suspended at this point. I feel like they would just say because he didn't play, then that means that oh, he that was... that counts as a suspension? Yeah, Maybe, I feel like I don't know. they'll do something along the lines of that. Because the moment Deshaun Watson gets traded to a new team, that new team is immediately going to just be going crazy. And the NFL is going to be wanting that immediately on Monday night. So let me ask you this thing. If Detroit offers you numero uno, you doing it? Will it be that? Yeah. And then the Rams picks. Okay. And then maybe, I don't know, maybe you can get another second round pick out of them. I'd say so yeah. You, okay, okay. So you want at least top five for Watson. At least top ten picks. So, okay. like, I think the, the Lions are interesting. Like you just mentioned, they're right now projected to have the first overall pick. Um, the projected draft order, according to Football Outsiders, goes Detroit Lions, New York Jets, Jacksonville Jaguars, Houston Texans, New York Giants at fifth. And so the Lions need a quarterback. Jared Goof ain't it, you know. And they're going to be looking for a new quarterback next year. They might golf too, so they don't have to pay any dead money to them as well either. You know, they can move on from them and not have to you know, pay any money at all to go along with it. Send them to Houston. Who cares? Yeah, Denver would be great, you know. <laughs> Uh, it, or Indianapolis. I know. I want Indianapolis for Jared Goff. That would be great. I'm <laughs> Long's in Indianapolis. He is their next guy that, oh, my God, that's just a too perfect fit. Yeah. Um, you know, or Jimmy in Indianapolis. Wentz only gets the last one year. And the Colts just do this for, the, for eternity after booing Andrew Luck. This is the curse that they've been graced with. But so Houston, so I think the Lions are interesting because they are protected of the first overall pick. They have the Rams first round picks in 2022 and 2023. And then they have another first round pick of their own and a second round pick that's pick 33, which is pretty much like another first round pick too. And so if you say a first, a second, the Rams picks, let's do it. You know, the Lions haven't had a quarterback since uh, Matthew Stafford, but they have a good offensive line. They have a good running running game. Matthew Stafford. <laughs> And they have no wide receivers, and they have the worst defense in football. But you can build a you can build wide receivers pretty quick, I think, and you can build the defense pretty quick too, uh, even without top draft picks as well. You know. Yeah, no, I I'm surprised that Detroit's not more looking into it, or that Houston hasn't contacted Detroit just to say, "Hey, are you interested?" Because it seems like that they've already built up the offensive line to where why wouldn't you want Deshaun? Because getting wide receivers then should be easy peasy as far as drafting goes, because you can get those guys in the later round, as well as once guys see that Deshaun Watson is in Detroit, guys are then going to want to flock to him. You know that those type of great quarterbacks have that persona where no matter what, it feels like, oh, I'm going to get the ball all the time. I'm going to be on SportsCenter all the time. Mm -hmm. So that's where they're wanting to then join a guy like that. I just feel like if you're Detroit, why not? Well, the, this is when the listener, all six million of them in unison, are screaming, "He has a no trade clause, though. He won't. He won't accept a trade to Detroit." I understand that, but I think if he sits out for an entire year, he's just going to want to play football next wait, year. Wait, 
Matt, I have a thing here right now. So you're telling me, because of how confident I have heard that if he was in a room with the Motor City Dan Campbell, that he would not be able to convince Deshaun Watson to come and play for him? Are you trying to say that Campbell doesn't have that type of that? I think no, he completely does. All right, he has so, that bravado. But the, but what I'm saying though is that Watson does have no trade clause. Thank you, Bill O'Brien, for that one. <laughs> it was like he was just like he had his own poison pill the entire time. <laughs> that was his cyanide tab. Was like, all right, well, hey, you know, if y'all fire me, y'all are screwed too. Uh, but I think Larry Johnson will trade that more than anything. But yes, yeah, so, but I think Watson, if he sits out for an entire year, I think he's gonna get like you know it's one fifty five a.m. and he just wants to go home with somebody sort of thing. You know, like he just wants to play again. And so I think I think it opens the door for any team too. But my personal favorite team though is the New York Giants. It's a big market. Whoa. The Giants are projected to have the fifth overall pick. They also have the Bears first round pick this year. The Bears are projected to pick twelfth overall. At the moment, there's a 7.2% chance they pick in the top five as well, too. If the Giants offer you two first-round picks uh, this year, one's a top five pick, one's the 12th pick overall this season, and they say, here's Ola Jari, here's uh, Xavier McKinney, do you take that trade? Yeah, here's Daniel Jones, too. Do you take that trade? Matt, no. I'm not taking that trade. That's the trade I want. You want that trade? No. I want the I want the fifth. I want the twelfth. I want two young defensive players, and then throw in Daniel God. Jones too. I don't care. If you trade him to the NFC East and you just put oh, this out, that's why it oh, is. That's oh my is. God! If he goes to the New York Giants, oh, I'm never. I'm not going to come on the podcast again. I will refuse to come on the podcast if he goes on the New York Giants. I just won't be able to do it. I I will not like that. Oh, my God. Deshaun Watson versus Dak Prescott, though. Two games a season. Those are Monday nights every single time. Oh, my God. What a division for that. Uh Well, and what's funny, too, about Miami, you're talking about their package they can offer. They traded up for Waddle, you know? And so it's like that trade up for Waddle to draft a wide receiver could, in a way, hurt their chance to even get Watson to to begin with because they thought, well, if we have Waddle and Tua and Parker and Gusecki, that's all we need to have a good offense this year. I can't believe that they just truly believed that Tua was the guy. I mean, I'm sorry, but there was just no way in hell that he was ever going to be upright for 16, let alone 17 games a season. Yeah, that's impossible. That, that New England game, I really liked him. Like going back and watching the video on it, because he was throwing down the sideline with a lot of touch. I know they only scored 20 points, but. It was like, that's a level two of his game he had to hit. But in that Buffalo game, he looks at the slot corner blitz, looks at it, turns his back to it completely and gets crushed. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And then he got hurt whenever Epineza dodged the punch and bent the corner, stares right at it again and throws the ball like into a car crash and, and hurts, his, hurts his hip again. So I don't know. I mean, like, I think this is a concern too as an injury concern though. But I like the idea of like a three-team trade. Um, with Tua going somewhere else and getting a chance that they go with Miami. But I just don't like I don't like Miami, what they have to offer very much, considering you're looking at later round picks, you know, unless they're picked this year's the top five pick, which it may be. And uh, I don't know, I just, I don't like it. I also kind of like the idea of Watson exactly what he wants to by going to Miami like this. So wait, all right, so you think that Watson wants to go to Miami? Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the word in the street. 
But here's my thing on what you're even saying. I feel like that if you were to go to the Giants, that seems like just as good of a situation for him. So it's like no matter what, I feel like that in a way he's going to win. If he goes to Detroit, I feel like he's going to win. No matter what, unless Watson did something this entire year when being off, he's just going to bite Houston in the butt regardless. He's just that great, which is why it sucks because he's 25 years old and these things now happen in this generation. That's what really pisses me off is these young kids nowadays just thinking they can demand and do whatever the hell they want. I don't like it. He's a, he's a millennial still though, right? Yeah, I think he is. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I think that's what you call him. I don't know. Well, we have the new, the new, the next version of NFL players being born like 2000. (laughs) Oh my God. Why, why am I so old now? I just want to be young again. Let me be young and free. (laughs) What happened to that? It's hard. It's hard stuff. Um, but yeah, I I think the point here is that there's a lot of good packages out there. The Texans don't need been over been over for Miami. I think Watson would acquiesce if they hold out longer if he doesn't play for an entire season. And also, you have to know what the draft picks are worth. You have to. You have right. to get top ten draft picks for him because for a rebuilding team, the most important resource is draft capital. So Matt, let me ask you this: How long is too long then withholding him? How long is too long? Yeah, how long would you say? After or the next offseason. Oh, <laughs> okay, all right. So after next offseason, you would still do another year? No, no, no. After this year, I would trade before the draft. Anything after that's too long. But you don't think that then that people would know that Houston's desperate? I mean, I guess so. Because you then waited? <laughs> so then you're showing your hand? Then fine, never trade him. Then who cares? No. Whatever. Oh, my God. I am $30 million for the next four years, you know. No matter what, it's a curse. It's like Scooby-Doo Island. Yeah, franchise tag him as well at the end of it. Franchise tag him for him not to play still. Oh, my God. That would be amazing. You're going to end your career here, but we're going to keep paying you $30 million. I hope you paid it. Yeah, he collects a billion dollars. Yeah. <laughs> and hasn't played for 17 years. It looked like Zion Williamson does now. <laughs> yeah, gosh. Um, but yeah, that's 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 the way I see it and like I don't know. I just I hate this idea they have a they have a deadline because they don't. You know? And so I do think there is truth to the rumors. Like I think Houston Miami are active in trade talks because as we learn with the Hopkins trade with the Larry Tensile trade, with the Clowney trade, when there's smoke, there's fire. And so, like, I think there's a little fire brewing here, but I also kind of think the rumors came out also kind of forced Miami to saying, hey, there are talking, there's other teams talking, sniffing around, you know, you got to get this done here pretty quick. But um, I hope I think they're going to trade them, but I hope they don't trade them until next year. Like, whatever the smart thing is, you go, that's not what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I would say I'm... I'm okay with them trading him at this point. I just think at, you, you got to get something. I will say I agree with you with your first little thing that you said there, which was I don't want to wait past the draft. I don't think you can. You can't. You cannot wait after the draft. Yeah. I think that regardless, he has to be traded from now until the start of the next NFL draft. Yeah, I agree. And there, there's also like some people have come to the realization that 
one, the Texans are really bad, and two, they need to tear the whole thing down and rebuild. And what's so frustrating about that is that's what they should have done last offseason. Instead, they kind of like crafted this illusion that, well, we got all of these you know veteran players. We got Tyrod Taylor. We're gonna be we're gonna be well coached and disciplined. We're gonna surprise some teams. And I well, I I still think with Taylor they would have yeah. won four games. But they, it's still it's still so they, clo- they would have lost forty one to ten to Buffalo. They would have lost forty one to twenty to Buffalo. You know what I mean? And so, but what what the realization where I came to they should have pulled the plug last year. They shouldn't have done it this year. They should have pulled the plug last year. Raised everything down, got young players, not sign all these terrible veterans, and and start the rebuild. Then become an expansion team. Then instead, now we're stuck with benching Desmond King, then playing Vernon Hargraves, and then benching Juan Johnson Jr. Paying, and then playing Terrence Brooks, and then benching Terrence Brooks as he got one contusion, playing Juan Johnson Jr. again, and benching Zach Cunningham in the red zone so they can walk in and score a touchdown. It's insane. Like they should have done all that last offseason. And so now you're already a year behind the rebuild before the Watson trade because of the terrible offseason they had last year. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could say that where they should have probably taken a page out of the Indianapolis Colts, which is just don't spend any type of money. They and just, well, yeah, but they signed a bunch of one-year contracts. So it was kind of the Colts in a way. So then everything should be off the books. So but, then you- but the problem with that, though, is they restructured all these contracts. So they uh, cut Winnie Merciless. You know how much cap space they save for Winnie Merciless next year? How much? Zero dollars. That's good. If they didn't restructure him, they would have saved nine million dollars next year. Ooh, but they had to go restructure him so they can save four million dollars in cap space so they could sign Philip Lindsay and Joe Thomas. Hey man, Philip Lindsay has been killing it lately, okay? I think he's at one point seven yards per carry. Yeah, I think it's really bad. I think you pretty much use him more as a receiver at this no, point. No, David Johnson's the receiver. He's playing running back, and it's it's very sad to see. I don't even know what y'all are doing anything. I don't even know what game I watched last week when it came to Houston Texans. Oh, my God. Yeah, you were right. I was, was wrong. Terrible. I thought I was finally going to get another one where they would at least be able to close that type of big point differential. Uh, Carson Wentz averaged 20 yards at completion that game. Yeah. He had 11 yeah. completions for 227 yards. Make Carson Wentz look great. Do you know how much that pisses me off? I think six of them came against cover two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to call this a show, make this a separate one, talking about the Sean Watson trade rumors, and then we'll hop into the game preview. So how do you think about that? Well, that's fine. All right. So until next time, I'm Matt Weston. Thank you for listening to this episode of Battle Online Radio. Here in a second, we're going to have our game preview, so stay tuned for that. I thought it was pretty good. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com.